pleased to have Bill Rabinovitz of the Columbus Dispatch on the show, expert on Ohio State football. So, Bill, we're bringing you on to talk about some of these Ohio State first-round picks. And the first one is the one that everyone seems to be talking about today is C.J. Stroud. Is he going to go two? Is he going to go three? How far? But tell us a little about C.J. I mean, we've seen him. He's had a tremendous two years there at Ohio State. But tell us a little more about him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of an interesting story because he was a late bloomer in high school. Um, you know, his family life was, was really unsettled. His father ended up going to prison. Um, and so, you know, it was, it was a tough childhood. You know, when he was young, it was a very idyllic childhood. And then when the family stuff happened, things kind of spiraled. His mom, is, I know, is a terrific lady um, that did a great job raising their family. But it was a struggle. And so he gets to Ohio State as a late bloomer and wins the job after sitting behind Justin Fields for a year. And for two years was was terrific. I mean, Heisman Trophy finalist both years. Uh, as good a passer as I've seen, kind of like Dwayne Haskins, but probably better um, and more mature in certain ways. And, I mean, just, just really a, a terrific, terrific player. And... You know, NFL draft comes, he's mentioned as a potential number one pick after the combine. I think some of the betting sites had him as the favorite. Since then, I think it's shifted to Bryce Young. And then last week, there were these reports, there were one in particular that he had supposedly done poorly on a cognitive test. I talked to Ryan Day about it on Saturday because it didn't seem kind of, I, I, I mean, I'm, I don't pretend to be an expert, but that doesn't seem to be an issue with C.J. Stroud, the way he processes information, the way he sees the field, goes through his progressions, and, and Ryan Day, you know, not surprisingly, he's going to defend him, but was pretty vehement and like, you know, I don't know where this is coming from because CJ's as good as there is as anyone has ever, ever worked with in terms of being able to process information. Um, so, you know, I, I don't think he's going to go number one. Um, he has the same agent, I believe, as Deshaun Watson, and so I think Houston is is probably not keen to deal with the agent again. I, I would hate to think a team wouldn't take a player because of his agent, but you know, stranger things have happened. Um, you know, my best guess is that he would go to the Colts at number four. I can't see him slipping much beyond that, but who knows? It's the NFL draft. Crazy things happen. You know, I don't think Justin Fields should have slipped to eleven two years ago, and he did. So I'm kind of out of the prediction game. <laughs> How does he compare to Justin in terms of, you know, you've seen both of them uh, the last couple of years? Yeah, I, I think he's a, a more polished passer. I think that he does um, go through his progressions better than Justin Fields does or did, at least at Ohio State. Uh, he's not the runner Justin Fields is, uh, obviously. Uh, not a lot that anybody is. Uh <laughs> But he's, he's mobile enough to, to find time in the pocket, and he admitted that yeah, he should have run more at Ohio State. He was a very reluctant runner. The one time he really showed his willingness and effectiveness to do it was against Georgia. I think that, that Georgia game, even though Ohio State lost, made him a lot of money because it's, it showed uh, the critics that, yes, he can do some of the things that he'd been criticized for not doing. And uh, so, you know, I, I, I could mention him in comparison to Wayne Haskins. I they're different people, obviously, and what happened with Dwayne is obviously a tragedy. Um, I, you know, but Dwayne has to throw a beautiful ball. So, you know, at Ohio State, they're just a beautiful passer, and and CJ Stroud is like that. I mean, he, he makes throws that you just go, wow. I, mean, I did cover the NFL for 12 years, 
and C.J. Stroud more than any quarterback at Ohio State I've seen makes NFL throws. Yeah, you wonder if they make the field goal at the end of the game, they win that uh, game, they go to the national championship game. He's the na- he's you know he's the national champion quarterback. Would that have made a difference? You know, he beats TCU sixty to seven or whatever that score was, <laughs> and then it's right. completely different. Yeah, they make a field goal. I think there's little doubt in my mind, at least, that they would have beaten TCU. Um, the, the other player we're talking about is Paris Johnson. He looks to be the first offensive lineman off the board. Uh, people project him maybe some as high as seventh to Las Vegas. Tell us a little about Paris. Yeah, just a, a terrific human being. I mean, he, he set up a foundation as a high school student and he continued that at Ohio State. To, to I mean, he's really done a lot of charity work. Um, as a player, I think, you know, I don't want to say he's a plug-and-play guy necessarily, but I think he's pretty close to that. I mean, he, he doesn't have any real weaknesses in his game. He's big, strong, fast, smart. Um, and, and I just – he was a five-star guy coming to Ohio State. He pushed for a job early. Uh, he played left or right guard as a sophomore because they just wanted to get him on the field, even though he's a natural left tackle. And he played very well last year. Um, you know, he's he's still young. He's a third-year guy, so he's got some things to, to refine. But he is, uh, I think, a very safe pick. I think he'll be an above-average pro for a long time. Now, people talk about Jackson Smith to Jimga, and after the success that Alave had and Garrett Wilson had, uh, the two players that he played with two years ago with Ohio State. Now he was did played very little this year, uh, but he but everyone's now projecting him to be the first wide receiver taken in the draft. Yeah, his, his 2000 or 2022 season was ruined by a hamstring injury. There was there was a lot involved with that. It was just it just didn't heal. Uh, and but Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson will say that of the three of them. Jackson Smith and Jigba is the most talented. He's the best of the three. <laughs> and considering that Gary Wilson just won Offensive Rookie of the Year and Chris Olave had a great year, too, that's saying something. You know, the funny thing is probably the best of all of them is Marvin Harrison Jr., and then we'll talk about him next year. <laughs> but, we might talk about him number one next year in the draft. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think he'd be a top-five pick this year, honestly. But Jackson Smith and Jigba, you know, he's not the biggest guy. He's not the fastest guy. I mean, he's, he's got the size is fine, his speed is fine. But what makes him special is his lateral quickness and just his route running ability, his hands. He's just so smart on the field, and just his shiftiness is amazing. I don't. I don't he's primarily been a slot receiver. I don't know how anybody, even in the NFL, as a safety or linebacker, is going to cover him in that slot. I think he's just a, a guy who's going to just make play after play after play. Um, he showed in the Rose Bowl against Utah when he caught I think it was 15 passes for 300 something yards it was just an insane performance uh what he can do and so I he'll be hungry because he didn't get to really play last year um he'll be fun to watch in the pros is there any Ohio State player I see like Zach Harrison down to the third round is there anybody that you've seen you watch practices games everything is there a player that you said boy I think these NFL scouts are missing this one like I think in the pros he's going to be a star well, I mean, I think that Zach Harrison is a guy who, who uh, I don't say the knock on him, but, you know, he's a five-star guy and he's a local guy, so he's always under the spotlight. But his five-star status was mainly because of his potential. He's big and rangy and fast, and, you know, his stats aren't, aren't phenomenal. They're okay, but he was, he was a very good player for Ohio State. He just wasn't Chase Young, and that was kind of the, the hope. But, you know, there are very few Chase Youngs out there. Um, I think in the right system, used correctly, he can be a real force. I'd be, I mean, I don't think he's a first-round pick, 
I don't think he'll be taken in the first round, but I think he has the ability to play like a first-round pick in the right system and use the right way. Um, another guy is Dewan Jones, who's just played right tackle opposite Paris Johnson. He's just mammoth. He's 6'8", 360, 70 pounds. I mean, he's just to block out the sun, you know? And, and uh, you know, he's a former basketball player, so he's got pretty nimble feet. And because he was a basketball player, he's still a little raw as a football player. But if he if he continues to develop, boy, he's he could be a really special player because he's just he's just enormous. And um, um, yeah. Bill, one last question in terms of we've had Justin Fields and we have C.J. Stroud. Who will the next quarterback? <laughs> I mean, I'm a big Penn State <laughs> fan, so I want to know which which next which is the next quarterback going to torment both Michigan and uh, well, actually not Michigan, but Penn State. Well, I think only Ryan Day knows, and I'm not sure Ryan Day knows. And, and if he does know, he's certainly not sharing. My guess it'll, is it'll be Kyle McCord. Uh, he's got a year uh, advantage. He's got one more year in the program compared to Devin Brown. Devin Brown broke his pinky finger at the end of spring practice. That set him back a little bit. It's it's still considered to be too close to call. I would, but I would think, without knowing anything, you know, any inside information, that it's that it would be McCord. Um, and he's a five-star guy. He was Marvin Harrison's teammate, and he was a higher-rated recruit than Marvin Harrison was. So, um, you know, talent's not the issue. It's just, you know, he's inexperienced. He hasn't played a whole lot. And so uh, that's that's the learning curve that he'll face. But, you know, as a third-year guy in the program, I don't think the learning curve would be that huge for him. Well, Bill, we've been talking to Bill Rabinovitz of the Columbus Dispatch. Thanks so much for coming on the show, and maybe we'll bring you back right when the season starts, getting ready for some college football in September. Sounds good. Always nice to be all with you. Thank you so much.